We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Start for the win. It's good. Krzyzewski takes flight as SGA plays through the contact, banks it into the foul. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast, post-game edition. I'm your host, Jacob Niffin, coming to you live, technically it's Saturday, right on midnight Friday night, as the Thunder have just wrapped up their second-to-last game of the season, a 101-120 to loss against the Los Angeles Lakers. The Thunder will play their final game of the 2021-2022 NBA season, Sunday night, 9.30 p.m. Central Time, still out in L.A. against the Los Angeles Clippers. Folks, we're almost there. We can almost stop cheering for losses and the tank. We've almost made it to the end. We are at the precipice, nearly there. Don't want to keep this one really long for you guys because there's not really a lot of basketball to talk about. But before we get started, I do want to make a quick programming note. We typically always do our live stream Sunday night, 9 p.m. But with the Thunder vs. Clippers game starting so late, instead of recording after that Clippers game, we are going to record Monday night at 9 p.m. Central Time as our end of season slash season wrap up podcast so make sure that you join us monday night at 9 p.m as we do our season reflection podcast and then we will be diving into a ton of off-season content for you we'll have some graphics and stuff up for this as well but just so you guys are aware our podcast schedule will change a little bit come off-season since there is no post games in the off-season instead you can expect YouTube streams still every Sunday, 9 p.m., but every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we will be hosting Twitter spaces. Uh, The Monday and Friday shows will just be hangouts for everybody to come chill and talk basketball. The Wednesday shows on Twitter spaces will be live recorded podcasts that we plan to get really awesome guests from Twitter on with us. So, Make sure you join in on all those. Again, we'll post all that to all of our socials as well. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up 
our schedule will be changing up just a little bit. So let's chat about this game just a tad. Talk about some tank standings and then get out of here. The Oklahoma City Thunder lose 120 to 101 to the Los Angeles Lakers, thanks in large part to a 30 to 19 fourth quarter. Thunder get outscored by 11 in the fourth quarter. Uh, they actually beat the the Lakers in the first quarter, lose all three of those other quarters. Um, but I mean, in the third quarter, this was a four point game, guys. Like that part is crazy. The even even crazier part is the fact that the Thunder played only six guys tonight. A lot of folks in the chat here, um, like Kamel saying the Thunder used just six guys. Yeah. And not only did the Thunder only play six players tonight, uh, Kalazakis, Horde, Roby, Krejci, Simpson, and Frazier Jr. But Roby played 14 minutes, was five of seven from the field, uh, 14 points, four rebounds, two assists. Roby played 14 minutes. Every other player on the team played a minimum of 43 minutes. Krejci was the next lowest totaled player at 43 minutes and 26 seconds. Uh, Melvin Frazier also played 43 minutes. Kalazakis played 45, and Horde and Simpson uh, both played 47 of a 48-minute game. Just ran the guys into the dirt. I mean, here's the thing. I, I still have a lot of people who are like, very like anti tank and stuff. The morality of it, you you can argue that all you like. I don't care, um, but you cannot deny that the Thunder are absolutely one hundred percent not being bashful about it and not really giving a crap. In full on, we are trying to lose mode. I mean, it's incredible. They had available tonight to play Teo Maladon, Alexei Pokashevsky, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Lindy Waters, and Aaron Wiggins. None of those dudes played. The Thunder played six guys. Four of those guys are on 10-day contracts or hardship exceptions. One guy has an NBA contract, or I sorry, sorry, Isaiah and Vitz both have NBA contracts. Both of those guys have played substantial. G League minutes this season. The Thunder played zero NBA rotation players tonight. And still had it within four points with the Lakers in the third quarter. Just absolutely, absolutely insane. Ball Z talk in the chat says, saw the box score and I'm scared one of our players will die because of fatigue on the court. Man, Jalen Horde played 47 minutes. Get that man some ice and IV and a freaking priest to, to pray for him. I mean, geez. That, but shout out to Jalen Horde, though. Uh, I do want to mention uh, his stat line tonight. 13 of 23 from the field. Guy had 27.17 rebounds. He's making the most of his minutes. Like, he's out there busting his ass trying to make the most. And, and here's the thing. It's very clear that the Thunder front office is bringing these guys up from the G League. Uh, in an attempt to tank and be as awful as possible to lose games. That is very, 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 very clear. These guys know that as well, but they're still playing as hard as they possibly can. I mean, guys like Jalen Horde, guys like uh, Xavier Simpson, Melvin Frazier Jr., these guys are playing for their basketball lives. 
they they are trying desperately to show what they can do so someone will take a swing on them uh, with a two-way contract. So someone will give them the 15th spot on a roster. Um, they, they Every game, I think Olivier Sar said this a while back, every game is a job interview for them. And, you know, even though we really want the Thunder to lose games and get better lottery odds and all that, like these dudes are trying to live out their dream and you cannot fault them for going out there and doing everything they can to, to live that dream out. I think that's really cool. Um, really good for those guys. Excuse me. And it's just, it's, it's kind of fun to watch. Um, these guys get that opportunity and, and try to make the most out of that op- opportunity. I think that's really the difference in that first half and even into the third quarter tonight where the Thunder kept it close with the Lakers, never really uh, – I mean, the Thunder had a lead for a while, kept it within like two, four, six points. And, and, and that difference is the Thunder have a lot of young guys, G League guys who are playing for their their basketball lives, trying to to earn a career in this. And the Lakers were trotting out guys that are vets who literally don't give a crap and are just ready to go to Cancun. Um, I, I tweeted from the uncontested account multiple times tonight. I would never advise anybody to go back and watch this game. But if you did, you would see like Dwight Howard did not care. Like I watched that guy basically stand in the lane and not go back on offense for like three straight possessions, just poking around, not doing anything like Dwight Howard didn't give an F tonight. Um, Stanley Johnson sure did. Stanley Johnson was playing his butt off being incredibly physical and incredibly aggressive, but guys like, uh, like Dwight Howard just very, very clearly had zero interest in playing a basketball game tonight. Um, Kind of a pitiful season for the Lakers, by the way. Just what a joke. Um, as as somebody who podcasts over a, a small market team, it does kind of bring me um, a little bit of joy to see a team like the Lakers uh, utterly fail this season. I just I, I find that amusing. The the penultimate uh, face of the NBA, the the franchise that that is recognizable around the world, just being god awful because they think they can just throw money at the problem, and make it make it work. That's a no, whole another podcast, though. We won't dive into that. Uh, Eamon says most guys in the Lakers have at least had three to four contracts. Most everyone in the Thunder is still in their first. Yeah, Eamon, that that one hundred percent kind of sums up the the effort level tonight, right? Thunder guys had something to play for, with the Laker guys just did not. Uh, so once again, the, the the final score from this one one twenty to one hundred one. Like I mentioned, Jalen Hoard twenty seven point seventeen rebounds. Uh, Kalazakis. I've learned to pronounce the last name. Kalazakis had 25 points, six assists, four rebounds, three steals. Uh, Roby had 14 points. Melvin Frazier Jr. took 17 shots to get to 16 points. Uh, just could not find his stroke from deep. Uh, Xavier Simpson, impressively, only took 15 shots in 46 minutes, which is v, uh, not, not as bad as V. Krejci, who took seven shots in 44 minutes. Um, but yeah, Thunder just, just playing six guys. And here's the thing, everyone on Sunday against the Los Angeles Clippers, it'll be the same thing. They're going to play five, six guys. 
and they're going to go out there with every intention to lose that game. I would not be surprised if the Los Angeles Lakers, or sorry, the Los Angeles Clippers uh, do play guys like Norman Powell and Paul George trying to get those guys um, connected and in a rhythm and, and gelled with one another before they go into the play-in tournament next week. Speaking of, Thunder fans should be rooting heavily against the Clippers in the play-in tournament. The Clippers will, it looks like they will play the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, in the first game. If they lose that game, then the Clippers will play the winner of the Pelicans versus Spurs game. If they lose that second game, the Clippers miss the playoffs and their pick drops into the NBA draft lottery. I believe it would be at spot number 13. Uh, so that would be really, really big for the Thunder. I think at best that Clippers pick will be at, uh, I guess, best for the Clippers, worst for the Thunder. It would be at 15. Um, so we will we will see. Uh, Eamon in the chat says, we need to make sure Poku ain't even in the gym Sunday. We don't want a repeat of last year. Yeah, I am hoping that the final game of the season being a Thunder versus Clippers game is not a repeat of last year. Uh, I think... I think we will be safe. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I told you guys we're going to keep this one short because there's just not a lot to talk about, honestly. Um, but let, let's look at Tankathon and discuss the tank before we get out of here. Uh, I think that's that's kind of um, uh, very important. I, I, my computer updated, and so it's not going to let me uh, stream Tankathon, so apologies. But I will give you the update anyways. Uh, the Thunder currently sit at the fourth best odds is where they've been basically all season. It's where they're going to end. The, the best case scenario for OKC, absolute best case scenario, is that they tie the Detroit Pistons for the third best odds. Um, when we look at the Pistons' schedule, they have one left, and it is against the Philadelphia 76ers. They will play that game Saturday night at 6 p.m. There is a chance that Philly doesn't really have much to play for because they can't climb up the standings. Um, they are too far behind the Milwaukee Bucks, and even if they tied Milwaukee, Milwaukee has the tiebreaker. The tiebreakers do matter uh, in the playoffs. They do not matter in the lottery. So there is a chance maybe that Philly will rest some guys tomorrow against Detroit just because uh, they don't they can't really climb the standings anymore. They're, they they might kind of be stuck at that third seed in the East. 
If that's the case, Detroit maybe wins that game. I mean, this is just wishful thinking, really. Uh, but if Detroit can pull off a W, get to 24 wins, and then the Thunder lose that final game of the season against the Clippers, the Thunder would tie Detroit for third-best lottery odds. Um, I want to explain ties in the lottery real quick just to make sure everyone is on the same page with that. I, I feel like there's been a little bit of confusion recently. Whenever two teams in the lottery are tied record-wise, there is no tiebreaker as far as lottery odds are concerned. You just split the lottery balls 50-50. So, for instance, um, if the Thunder and Detroit tied, the fourth best lottery odds are a 48% chance at top four. The third best are a 52% chance at top four. OKC and Detroit would split those odds, and so they'd both have a 50% chance instead of a 52 and 48. Now, the coin flip just matters if both teams miss out on the lottery, meaning their, their ping pong balls don't get drawn and they don't jump into the top four. Then we have to have a coin flip to figure out who goes ahead of who whenever we drop the order back down. So the coin flip doesn't give you more or less odds. You actually split those odds. And so that's that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, so getting tying Detroit actually raises the Thunder's percentage points a little bit and gives them a coin flip to not slide so far uh, if the lottery does not go their way. So that would be good. Um, worst case scenario for the Thunder is they win against the Clippers, knock on freaking wood. We hope that doesn't happen. And if they did and Indiana loses their last game of the season, that would put Oklahoma City and Indiana tied at 25 wins, and they would tie for the fourth best odds, and they would split the percentage points there. The, the fifth best gets 42%. The fourth best gets 48%. So they would split that and meet at 46. And that's those percentage points are to jump into the top four. You don't want that to happen. I think the most likely scenario is that Detroit, Oklahoma City, and Indiana all lose the final game of the season and our odds stay exactly where they are, where the Thunder stay in sole possession of fourth, Detroit stays in sole possession of third, and Indiana stays in sole possession of fifth. Uh, that is my assumption. I think that's where we're going to end up. But crazier things have happened. Thunder fans... Uh, will very, very, very much want to root for Detroit to win Saturday night. Uh, in the chat, Philly might be going for third seed. Uh, they're at fourth now. Uh, Eamon says Philly is a half game behind Boston. They play tomorrow versus the Pacers and then Sunday versus Detroit. Um, oh, yeah, I guess because I was looking at it, it's it's already past midnight, so... Detroit, actually, when it says tomorrow, it means Sunday, not Saturday. Apologies. Apologies. It's it's a late podcast, folks. Luckily, it is a Friday night. I don't have to get up and go to work tomorrow. So um, I, I think the end here, what, what we're going to end up at is the Thunder and Soul possession of the fourth best odds. Kind of frustrating whenever they uh, were losing by 20 to the Portland Trailblazers and came back and won, and then they beat the Suns by 20 earlier. Um, just a few days ago, four or five days ago. Those really come back to bite you when you're one game away from being tied for third. That kind of sucks. But we'll see what happens. Uh, we got two more days for the regular season to kind of play out. And then the Thunder still have something, or Thunder fans still have something to cheer for. 
uh, cheering against the Clippers in the play-in game. So we'll see what happens there as well. Before we get out of here, let's do a quick Tankathon lottery sim. Again, apologies for those of you on the live stream. This will not uh, be on your screen, but I will describe it to you. Uh, one spin to rule them all. And the Thunder slide to pick number five in this one as Indiana jumps to number f- number one. Everyone slides down one. The Thunder end up at pick number five. Is that great? No. I, I think if that is the case, um, if that's the case, if the Thunder ended up at pick five, you are either getting Jaden Ivey, one of the three bigs. I believe all four of those will be gone. Picks one through four, though, which means you could snag Shaden Sharp at number five, and I that that makes the most sense of what Sam Presti will do. I have a lot of draft thoughts about what Sam Presti might do. Uh, we will discuss all of those in our off-season shows. We have a ton of draft content coming your guys' way. So um, fifth. Not the best, definitely not the best thing, but you know, it could it could mean Shaden Sharp and he might be the best guy in the draft. He's he's such an unknown. Uh one more spin, and this time the Thunder drop to pick number four. Uh well, they don't drop, they stay at four. So that means their their lottery balls got drawn in the lottery. Four is interesting. I think Jaden Ivey might go top three, and four would mean that you just get your Whichever one of those bigs out of Chet, Paulo, and Jabari fall, that's what you get. Um, not really much of a decision to make there. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if the Thunder came out of left field and picked Shaden at, at four. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But uh, as long as the Thunder land like a top four, top five pick, uh, I think I'll be content. Obviously, I want them to get like pick one, pick two. But a lot of interesting stuff for this draft. We'll talk about all of that. We've got so much off-season stuff planned for you guys. Folks, uh, I don't think I'm going to do another lottery spin. I think two was enough. But the Thunder will play their final game of the season back in Los Angeles against the Clippers on Sunday night, 9.30 p.m. Central Time. So uh, we will not, again, we will not be with you after that one due to time constraints so we're going to podcast monday night so please be sure to join us then also cheer on the detroit pistons in that final game against the philadelphia 76ers till monday night you guys have a great weekend thanks for tuning in i really appreciate you again not a lot of basketball content to talk tonight but the offseason is going to be chock full of so much stuff for the oklahoma city thunder from the draft lottery to possible trades leading up to the draft, to draft night itself, summer league, free agency, trade season. I think the Thunder are going to be very active this summer, and we're going to be here with you guys every step of the way. So stay with us. Subscribe to wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure you sub on YouTube so you can join all these live streams. We will talk to you guys soon. Until then, and always, Thunder up.